Welcome back to another main character moment episode here on Unreason. Today, I want to talk about how you can use the rest of the year, which I can't even believe I'm saying that. It is almost the end of 2023. Let's be real. Before we know it, it's going to be New Year's, New Year's Day. So let's talk about how we can use the rest of 2023 to really step into and embrace your authentic confidence. So when 2024 arrives, you are operating as the main character of your own life. You are writing, directing, and starring in your life. Do you hear me when I say starring in? You're not just appearing. You're not background. You are the motherfucking star, okay? So when 2024 hits, what do you need to do between now and then so you can walk into 2024 feeling like that main character, feeling like that badass bitch that you are? So let's talk about it. We're going to talk about eight things that you can do so when you enter 2024, you truly are your most authentic self. You remember who the fuck you are and you are living every day as the main character of your own life. So I'm going to kind of go over what these eight things are. And over the next eight weeks, well, not next week, Next week, I have some special episodes planned for you, but following the following week after that, every week for the rest of the year, we are going to dive into each one of these eight points deeper and discuss them, not even discuss, like I'm going to give you tools to implement these into your life because these are the eight things that are really the game changers. Like all the other things that you can do Everything else you hear from self-development experts on how to feel more confident, they will all help. But this is the bread and butter. This is what's going to build the strong foundation. So number one, no negative self-talk. Learn how to transition your thoughts. That is number one for a reason. Because whatever you think about yourself is true. And it might not actually be true, but if you decide for it to be true, listen, your brain does not know the difference between a truth and a lie, right? Someone, I always say one day, you know, if somebody hands you a a blue cup, the only reason you know that it's blue is because one day somebody said, this is what the color blue looks like. And we said, okay. And someone said, this, this item you're holding, this is called a cup. And we said, oh, this is a cup okay, this is a cup, I guess. And we just decided that this is true. This is a fact, right? The same thing works when it comes to what you're going to decide to be true about yourself. Whatever those conscious and subconscious thoughts are, you have the power to decide whether or not they are true. We'll dive deeper into this. This will be the first one we dive deep into because if you can learn how to transition, and notice I say transition, because by nature, as human beings, we are just programmed to think negatively immediately as a means of protection, which in a way we should be grateful for, right? So we're never going to completely stop negative thoughts from entering our mind, especially on a subconscious level, but what we can do is learn how to transition those thoughts in a matter of seconds 
into a thought that's going to better serve us in our self-esteem and how we feel about ourselves. So that is why that is number one on the list. And that'll be the first thing that we dive into. All right, number two, do what you say you're going to do and be a person of your word. This is probably the most guaranteed way for you to not only build authentic confidence, but for you to learn to trust yourself and actually have your own back. All of us, I guarantee all of us, say we're going to do something or or have said in the past, we are going to do something and then don't end up doing it. Or we say we're going to, well, this is the perfect example. Oh, on Monday, I'm going to start eating healthier, whatever the hell that means to you, right? Maybe because you don't feel good in your body. I think we've all done this. Maybe we don't, we feel like shit. Maybe we've been eating a lot of junk food. We just don't feel good in our body, no matter what our body looks like on the outside. And we say, okay, starting Monday, I'm going to go to the gym. Or starting Monday, I'm going to be eating quote unquote healthier. And then we don't do it, right? And then we feel even worse about ourselves because we don't do it, because we didn't do what we said we were going to do. But how good does it feel when you say you're going to do that on Monday and then you actually follow through on your word and you do it? You immediately feel more confident and you feel like, wow, I'm a person of my word. I say I'm going to do something and I do it. I decided I wanted to be this type of person who, who does this, who acts this way, and I follow through on it. Wow. If I'm if I can do that, imagine what else I can do. I can become any type of person I want. It's so so empowering. So, the reason that that is number 2 is cuz number 1 and number 2 those are so so important to building such a strong foundation to really just feel safe in your authenticity. So that's why that's number 2. All right, number 3, I want you to unfollow any and every social media account that makes you feel insecure. We'll dive deeper into this, but I want you to just become aware when you're, whatever you're on, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, I don't know, threads, whatever else, whatever else there is. I don't know. There's too many fucking platforms to keep track of now. But whatever is making you, if you see a post or if you've, if you've been repeatedly seeing a post from an account or a person that makes you feel like you're just constantly comparing yourself, whether whether whoever posts it has that intention or not, right? Sometimes people have post great content that they're doing nothing wrong, but it's our own insecurities that are making us compare ourselves or feel like shit or feel like we're not doing enough. And it's nothing against them, but you just need to unfollow them because that's what's going to help you realign with your authenticity, get clear on exactly who the fuck you are, and stop comparing yourself, because you cannot reignite your authenticity if you are constantly comparing yourself to other people, because that's not who you are. All right, number four, we are going to work on detaching from unwanted labels, otherwise known as unreasoning. We are going to be unreasoning the fuck out of our lives. It is so, so necessary for us to get rid of all of the reasons why we feel like we cannot live in our authenticity. All of the reasons why we feel like we cannot be who we want to be. This should not be new news to you. We've talked, this is the whole purpose 
of the podcast, right? You are very familiar with this, but I'm going to walk you through an exercise that will specifically help you detach from what some of those reasons might be and specifically what those labels are that are holding you to those reasons. So that's going to be an exercise that you will not want to miss. Number five, we are going to commit to wearing clothes that make you feel like you. That does not mean, and please hear me out, that does not mean that you need to go buy a whole new wardrobe. Please do not go into debt. Do not spend all of your money feeling like you need to buy a whole new wardrobe to feel like you. Unless, of course, you have the means to do that and you feel like that's really going to help you embrace your authenticity. You do you, my friend. You do you. But If we can just start putting a little bit more intention into the way we express ourselves on the outside every day, it will help you feel a little bit more brave to show up 100% as yourself, to start expressing yourself from the inside if you're already expressing who you feel like you are, like a good representation of you on the outside. And If that is literally a t-shirt and jeans, if that is literally, according to my brother, Cole, you know you're my favorite person on the planet, but for my brother, that's like basketball shorts and a t-shirt and Crocs. Like that is, that is him, right? That is, that is truly authentically him. So if that's you, that's totally fine. But what What clothes are you wearing when you feel the most like you? When you look in the mirror and you're like, oh my gosh, this feels like the best representation of who I am just from the outside without even me opening opening my mouth and expressing myself. It's just starting that representation of you. All right, number six. Something that is one of my favorite things on the planet and we have not talked about it yet on Unreason and I'm so excited to start diving into it and that is mirror talk. We are going to work on practicing daily mirror talk. It's taking everything inside of me not to just dive into this right now, but there is something so powerful about getting in the habit of looking your reflection in the eye, in the mirror, and saying kind words. We are programmed to look in the mirror, like I said, and neg- in like immediately think negatively about ourselves, immediately rip apart of our appearance, immediately feel guilty for thinking nice things when we look in the mirror. We feel conceited or like we're full of ourselves, which if you haven't listened to the episode from last week about why you should be full of yourself, after you're done with this one, go back and listen to that episode. That way you never have that thought again. You should never feel like being quote unquote full of yourself is a bad thing. And um, if that makes you cringe, just like, it's not what you think. Go back and listen. But we're going to be talking about mirror talk, talking about different types of mirror talk, why it works, the science behind it, and ways that you can realistically start implementing it into your day in a way that feels comfortable and you can build upon that habit. All right, number seven, we are going to be setting boundaries with people who do not support our growth. This is probably going to be the most difficult one for a lot of you. If you've never been to therapy, if you've never had a therapist and worked, I feel like everyone who's been in therapy, like 
we have, we've all worked on boundaries. Boundaries are an important, important thing, uh, especially like it's an extra important for people who are recovering people pleasers. I know I used to be. So it's so important for us to learn how to set those boundaries. Now, I just want to say I am not a certified therapist while I am a certified life coach, um, but I am not a certified therapist or mental health counselor. So I will be giving you uh, tools and how to go about conversations of setting these boundaries and helping you figure out who you need to set boundaries with. But I cannot give you any specific advice for your situations. Unless you're coming to me as a friend. But like I just want to put that disclaimer on there. Is I am not a mental health professional certified by a board. So. But. Nonetheless, it's so, so important for you to learn how to begin setting those boundaries. And I promise once you do it once, you're going to see the domino effect it has on your life and just how much more at peace you are and actually how much it benefits the healthy relationships in your life. And it's going to be easier to start doing it from then on out. So we're going to set boundaries, okay? Get excited for the boundary setting. And last but not least, we are all going to celebrate together by... Writing down all of the reasons why we felt like we couldn't do this over the past eight weeks together. So at the end of this series, I'll walk you through this exercise, but it's going to be, it's one of my favorite ways to release our reasons why we feel like we can't do something. And we're going to have a nice little moment of release together so that we can literally a few days later just step into the new year and not have all that weighing us down. We will literally be stepping into the new year with a renewed sense of authenticity and excitement for just being who we are. So I cannot wait to go through these next few weeks through the end of the year together. I cannot even believe that I'm saying that. (laughs) I really can't believe I'm saying that. Um, But it's going to be fun. And I can't wait to step into 2024 just with so much more excitement and power. And uh, like, I want to do this like shimmy little motion, just like a like sassy, just sassy energy. A deep knowing and embodiment of who we are because we all deserve that. We all deserve that. So I cannot wait. Thank you so much for being here and listening to this episode. And as always, I love you so much and I will see you next time. 